지금 조선에선 배부른 자가 가장 죄 많은 자다. 이 중에 배구분 자가 있는가? 너희들은 백성들이 비구름으로 배에 기름을 재웠다. 나를 다스려 백성들을 이끌고 보살피함을 입고 백성들을 발밑에 두고 그저 짓밟게만 했다. 국경에도 들지 않은 돌산에 세금을 지어 농사를 하라 밀어냈으며 그 대가로 더큰 세금을 줘했다 너희들의 다듬한 방에서 등을 대고 부른 배를 오르만질 때 백성들을 작은 바닥에서 내일의 기내를 걱정하며 밤을 지새워야 했다. 어찌하면 내가 더 배부를까 어찌하면 내가 더 높아질까 어찌하면 내가 더 고질까 혈안이 되어 있는 동안 숨쉬는 고추적 고통뿐인 백성들은 미래를 꿈꾸기는커녕 지금을 지옥으로 살아야만 했다. 너희들은 목숨을 중히 여기고 백성들이 목숨을 경히 여긴 죄가 졌죠. 미래를 꿈꾸지 못하게 지금을 지옥으로 만든 죄가 둘째요. 가중을 지키지 못하는 제아비와 나라를 지키지 못하는 제아비에게 절망감을 준 죄가 셋째다. 이 죄들과 무관한 자가 있다면 앞으로 나오라. 그의 죄를 볕속 깊이 새기고 뉘우치라. 너희는 그저 발염치한 도죽 될 뿐이다. Right now in Joseon, the ones with a lot of assets are the guilty ones. Is anyone here considered poor? You filled your stomachs with the hard work of the people. You have forgotten your duty of leading and taking care of the people by maintaining order. You stood over the people and trampled on them. You made the people farm on the rocky mountain by plowing the field and in exchange, you extorted even more taxes. When you lived in luxury with an abundance of food, the people lived in poverty and worried about food all night long. How can I get more money? How can I get more power? How can I become more influential? When that was all you could think about, their lives became nothing but pain. Thinking about their future was the last thing on their mind. They had to live in pure torment. Your first crime is valuing your life more than the people's. Your second crime is torturing them and robbing them of any future. Making the fathers hopeless for failing to protect their families and the king, his empire, is your third crime. If you are not guilty of these crimes, step forward. Never forget your crimes and repent. You are just a group of shameless thieves. Kinka and Kinka, 여러분 안녕하세요. This is Rome Orlando Jun, the host of Kinka Podcast, K Drama and Language Learning. 안녕하세요. So how are you doing, guys? It's actually the final Sunday of February 2021, and what does that mean for us? What does that mean for you? For me, it just means that we're having an episode of Kinka Podcast, and in today's episode, I will be featuring. Um, the show called Mr. Queen. Actually, I've already had my take one for this K drama in January. I think first week of January, and now we're having the take two. That means I'm going to wrap up everything that I have on this K drama, and 
Yeah, um, actually, before I start with the normal things that I do, I just wanted to say that my voice might not be like in its best state right now. Like, um, I'm actually worried that I might lose my voice along the way because just last night I actually had a an online karaoke session with my improv friends. So if my improv friends are listening, hello there. But yeah, so we had a sing along or karaoke night from sometime last night, like 10 p.m., and then we finish at around 2 a.m. So yeah, that's quite tedious, and I realized that oh my goodness, I need to save my voice for you know for this because I'm doing this podcast, and that means I need to take care of my voice. So mostly today I didn't spend time speaking, like. I mean, I only spoke when it's needed so that I could save my voice for this recording. Alright, so I guess that's it for the greetings and disclaimers and whatnot. So let's get straight to our... Wait, what are we doing again? Okay, we're going to have our weekly vocab. So, as usual, if you're not interested in the Korean language or in learning new vocabulary words, you can skip the next five minutes. But if... You're the type who would just want to stay and listen to me speaking these um, or talking about these new words, new vocabulary words, then stay so that you can learn five new vocabulary words this week as well. Alright, so let's do this. So f- here's our five vocabulary words of the week. First word is Kose, kose, kose is castration, or yeah, it's castration. Let's use kose or castration in a sentence. 수의사들은 숨말을 거세한다. 수의사들은 숨말을 거세한다. Animal doctors castrate male horses. So that's kose. Are we good? All right. Second word. Is kanshinhi. Kanshinhi. Kanshinhi means to barely or narrowly do something. So it's actually an adverb of quality. Is that how it's called in English? I already forgot, but kanshinhi. But yeah, it's an adverb meaning to barely or to narrowly. And then yeah, it's an adverb. Sample sentence. Let's use kanshinhi. In a sentence, 우리는 간신히 그의 차에 타 탔어요. We all managed to cram into his car, or we barely managed to cram into it to cram into his car. 간신히. All right, good. Third word, 승천하다. 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 It means to ascend to heaven. Literally, that's what it means, but it also means to pass away. Or to die. Actually, I, I think in a lot of languages, there are so many ways to say to die. Like, so that, so as not to directly say the word die, because I think some cultures um, want to use eu- euphemisms. So that's kind of a euphemism, I think. So yeah, let's use 승천하다 to ascend to heaven in a sentence. 전하가 승천하셨습니다. 전하가 승천하셨습니다. His Highness or the King 
passed away or ascended to heaven. Cool. All right. Fourth word, yonmuhada. Yonmuhada. This is well. This is actually like the same as saranghada. It means to love or to have an affection for. But according to my friends, people don't really say yonmuhada in real life. It's only used in dramas. But maybe. If you wanna sound like you're in drama, you can tell this. I mean, you can tell your loved ones. Yon mohada, yon mohio, yon mohamnida. I don't know if they'll find that weird, but we'll see. So let's use yon mohada in a sentence. Ikobegun yon mohanda nun marimnida. Ikobegun yon mohanda nun marimnida. Okay, my intonation sounded weird, but never mind. So this is my confession of. Love, yon mohada to love, or to have an affection for, blank. All right, five or fifth word, song dong kyok so, song dong kyok so. It's I'm not sure if it's a sajal song or maybe it is, um, but it means a confusion tactic. It's like to lure your enemy on one side and then. Attack them on the other. So song dong kyok so. It's a confusion tactic. Let's use it in a sentence. Song dong kyok soro igyosoyo. They won. We won. Through or by using a confusing or confusion tactic. Song dong kyok soro igyosoyo. We won by using a confusion tactic. All right. Okay. So that's actually our vocabulary words of the week. Let's review them. Kose, castration. Kanshinhi, to barely or to narrowly. And then, yeah, it's an adverb. Sengchonhada, to ascend to heaven, to pass away. Yonmohada, to love or to have an affection for. Songdonggyeokso. A confusion tactic, meaning to lure the enemy on one side and then attack them on the other side. So okay, so those are our weekly vocabs. As usual, I'll put them on the show notes so that you can review them. You can copy them to your notes or Anki or whatever. And I'll also upload a picture format on my Instagram page. If you still haven't followed me on Instagram, um, please follow me. It's at Kinka Podcast. Also, um. Yeah, kind of. I just wanted to change the way or the order of things here. So instead of going to the discussion right away, I wanted to put the study tips on this part of the discussion. Okay, instead of putting it behind, all right, or putting it at the end. So yeah, since we've already, since I have already shared to you the vocabulary words, I decided that yeah, why not also share the study tips. From the very beginning, all right. So okay. So what is my study tip for the week? These well, this study tip actually doesn't only apply to language learning, but it can also apply to other things, maybe. But yeah, for now, let's think about language learning. Okay. So my study tip is fall in love with the language and know that the language keeps evolving, and so can you. Again, my study tip is for you to fall in love with the language, 
and know that the language keeps evolving and so can you. Why am I saying this? I think I was inspired by King Cholzong because, you know, um, when he met, well, he met Bong Hwana or he, well, yeah, throughout their interactions, um, there were a lot of new words to, I mean, in the perception of Cholzong, of King in the perception of King Cholzong, there were a lot of new words, and so he even made a dictionary for the queen. And yeah, it's like he fell in love with the language of the queen, and you know, falling in love into the language made him be more interested in it and put in effort to keep studying it and understanding it. And he also had that mindset that. Um, that maybe he wouldn't fully understand the queen like maybe even though he studied a lot there would always still be new words that he doesn't know but eventually actually he was able to understand the queen even without using words and that's a good thing I mean we can do that too I mean in studying the Korean language it's okay to not know all the vocabulary words out there, but keep learning what you can learn and evolve together with the language. The Korean language, as well as all the languages in the world, just keeps evolving. Even English, even Mandarin, even the language that... I mean, even the street language keeps evolving. So everything is evolving and remember that so can you. So yeah, I, I think for this week, my study tip is for you to fall in love with the language that you're learning and for you to evolve together with it. I don't know if you can apply that. It seems like a theory, but yeah, I think that's what I wanted to say for today. All right. Okay, so those are our five weekly vocabs and my study tip for the week. All right. So now we can move on to the discussion. Yes. All right. So now is the discussion time. And it means... What does it mean when it's the discussion time? It means I need to keep speaking. And it means I need to like unjumble my mind. Because right now my mind is actually like messy. I've been thinking a lot about many things. And nowadays, I'm also watching a lot of K-drama, like different K-dramas at a time. Um, like every night, I get to watch like two episodes of something. But yeah, anyway, enough of my TV or K-drama watching habits. Um, let's just talk about Mr. Queen. Um, honestly, I can't remember what I said in my first take. Because my first take was like released in the first week of January so I don't even remember what I said I haven't listened to that episode again so I, I didn't have a time I have the time to listen to those episodes so I have no idea what I said there but anyway I think I said that I really liked the story and I was very interested in how it's gonna be like in my first take of Mr. Queen I have only seen maybe 8 episodes or 10 episodes. And yeah, if you don't know, Mr. Queen has 20. It has 20 episodes. That's a lot. 20 episodes 
with each episode lasting for about one hour to one hour and fifteen minutes in average. It's quite long. I mean, compared to most K dramas that I've seen,、uh, it's really good. I well, okay. When I say it's really good, like what does that mean? You know, I, I think that's what people hate. I mean, from podcasters, like podcasters, just say it's good and then don't say anything else. So I, I shouldn't do that. But yeah, what can I do? That that word just came out of my mouth. Uh, okay. I I need some guide questions. Okay, so what are my thoughts about the like the biggest idea in the show? But what's the biggest idea? I don't even know what that is. Maybe the idea of or the plot device that was used for Bong Hoon to be in Chosun two hundred years ago. So what actually happened there? So some people say it might have been. Some sort of soul switching, but definitely it's not soul switching because the queen didn't enter the body of Pongwan, or at least we we didn't see anything like that, right? So soul switching de- definitely didn't happen, and soul sharing maybe soul sharing happened because you know when Pongwan was possessing the body of the queen, um. He was able to gain memories of Soyoung, so maybe they were sort of sharing the body. So two souls sharing the body, but that's even weird. But I mean, this is very spiritual. Is it spiritual or very? Well, it's it's a fantasy. So you know, there are things that should that should be able to go beyond. The physical things that we can imagine, but yeah. So, what are my thoughts about soul sharing? Especially, it's a guy, and then entering the body of a woman, or it's a male soul entering the body of a female person. Um, actually, I'm very, um, I'm surprised that Bong Hwan is actually a very de- decent person, because if it weren't a decent person, then he would have. Harass the body that he's got, you know what I mean. So yeah, I have high respect for Bong Hwan for respecting the body that he had while he was in Joseon, in Joseon. Okay, it's weird to say Joseon because that's how English people pronounce it. But Joseon, Joseon, in Joseon. Hmm. Also, one question that is coming to my mind right now is. Did Bong Hwan really change anything? Did he, or was he just mistaken with what he knew about the Korean history? But probably he's not mistaken because it seemed like he really had this sharp memory in terms of a lot of things. So I'm guessing he's not mistaken. So that means he was really able to change what happened in the past. But eventually, you will see that even though that part of history was changed, the present wasn't very much affected. And so this is kind of contradicting what we know about the butterfly effect, because in Western movies, so they prohibit people from going to the past and changing things because. 
when you change one, even if it's just a small thing, it could have very crazy consequences in the future. But here in the story of Mr. Queen, it wasn't the case. Like he changed something big in the past, but it barely changed anything in the present. So I'd like to play on that idea that even if we change something in the past, it wouldn't really change much in the present. Like, do you agree with that? Like, think of very critical moments in history and if you could change one thing about it and think about changing it and then eventually coming back to the present and seeing that not much has changed. So how would you feel? I don't know. For me, I'd feel like, okay, so does that mean that the flow of history is like fixed? But again, um, this is going to be crazy to think about because I don't know if you've seen uh, League of Legends, but there's the idea of timekeepers there. So it's like there's a definite flow of history and they make sure that history flows according to the whatever blueprint that they have. But anyway, this is not DC. We're talking about K-drama. So yeah, let me just go back to what I'm talking about. So yeah, that's kind of a rather weird thing. I mean, because it's it's contradicting what we know about changing the past. But then nowadays I'm also thinking about you know, changing the past doesn't have to be you time traveling to the past, but changing the past could also be changing how you perceive what happened in the past and how it applies to you right now. It's different from um, revisionist history because I'm sure a lot of you hate people who revise history because there is something that really happened in the past and then people revise history so that it could support whatever political or whatever agenda that they have. So we don't like revisionist historians or hi yeah, or even just the idea of revisionist history. What, what I'm trying to say here is like we can change how we define the past and how it defines us in the present. So yeah, just some thoughts. Uh, yeah, um... Actually, Mr. Queen is very entertaining in a way that I didn't write as much notes as I did in other dramas. Because, like, whenever I'm watching, I just can't stop watching. Like, I don't want to pause. I don't, like, want to interrupt myself from laughing or anything. And I think this is the only drama that, so far, this is the only drama that made me laugh and cry all at the same time. Especially with the scenes um, between uh, the Queen, Lady Choi, Choi Sang-gong, and the, what's her name? Hyona? And Hyona. I think Hyona? Honga? Oh my goodness, I'm really forgetful in terms of names. But, yeah. So, like, whenever there's Choi Sang-gong in the scene... I don't know, it's just really funny just seeing her, how she speaks, how she conducts herself, all the situations that she was in. 
those were crazy and very funny as well. And the relationship that uh, that Bong Hwan in the body of Kim So Young and Lady Choi was really so good. I mean, how it developed. I mean, from nagging and how they cared for each other. That was just really lovely. And uh, I I think if not for I mean, excluding Kim Soo Young's character and King Chol Jung's character, I think Choi Sang Gong really performed the best. Like if only King Ka Podcast can grant her an award, I'd give her the best supporting actress award because she really deserves it. It was really good. And so for for all of you who are listening to the podcast and haven't seen the show Mr. Queen, what are you doing? I mean, just go on and watch it. Those 20 hours are definitely going to be worth it and even for ju- even just for the laughs, it's already worth it. But aside from the laughs, there's actually a lot of things that you can also learn from the show. Not only about um well i wouldn't say you'll learn you'll definitely learn about korean history because this is fictional and like they there's always this disclaimer that everything in the show is fictional and does not necessarily mean that it's related to something that happened in the past but there are still a few things or a few customary things that you can learn about korean culture by watching the show and the political dynamics is quite weird to be honest but it's also very interesting how women had power in this show the power play like is it power play the power dynamics was also just so good like it it has always been on the side of the the wang tebi mama but it's there's a power struggle between all of them and people had their own different kinds of motives and yeah i just think that the show is fully packed with emotions with laughter and with different kinds of ideologies so if if you watch the show perhaps sometimes you would side on one person and then on another person and maybe eventually you will side with a king because well yeah i'm definitely going to vote for the king to be the king in the show all right um i'm i'm already feeling my voice like really hoarse right now but that's yeah it's my fault anyway for like not taking care of my voice as much as i should but okay um I there's something that I wanted to talk about but I just can't remember it. Um it's about yeah. What is the message of the show? What is the message of the show according to whatever? Um okay, I, I think I'd like to look at this based on characters. Like looking at one character what could the show be telling us? Does that make any sense? All right, so I okay, I have five characters that I want to talk about. So, um Grand Queen Dowager, 
So Sonun, she had the power from the very beginning, and she was using Cholujung as a puppet. Um. So what message do we have, or what message are we receiving because of her? Uh, I I think through the character of the Wong Tebi Mama. Um, the show is telling us that power is not everlasting. Power ends and power corrupts. Power absolutely corrupts. So that's one thing that I've learned from her. Uh, okay, another person is Kim Byung-in, the cousin of, well, actually brother, the brother of Kim So-young. What message did I get from him? Uh, I think it's undying love that eventually made him die. Oops, spoiler alert, he dies, yes. Um, yeah, but it's a very sweet love, in my opinion, and it's kind of very complicated because I think the character of Kim Byung-in was very hard to read, in a way. Like, I, I don't... Uh, in the beginning, I didn't know what his real motive is but yeah i think eventually i realized that his motive is to really just you know pursue his love for kim soyang um it's a noble thing to do but eventually it got him dead but yeah so maybe if you can find a love that's like that i mean either you are the giver of that love or you are the recipient of that love treasure it cherish it Okay, all right. Another character is Lady Chue, our favorite. Um, what, what lesson am I getting from her? Um, she she's been this very. Uh, what kind of person is she? I wouldn't say that she's a very strict person. Of course, in the beginning we've seen that side of her, but she changed or she evolved in a way that. That always makes us laugh. I think Choi Sang-gong is like teaching us that although things can be really bad, we can always like find the light in something. And either we make people happy or, you know, we turn things around so that we can be happy whatever's happening. So maybe that's what I'm getting from Lady Choi. And then, so who's next? The leads, Bong Hwan or Chol Jung. Okay, um, Bong Hwan or Kim So Young. Actually, okay, I didn't, I don't know the actress name for Kim So Young, but she was really good. Like, I could identify when she is Bong Hwan and when she is Kim So Young, the original. Like, her acting is very good. Like, she. She made a distinct difference between the two characters. But maybe if you're not very keen at watching, you would just think that she's the same all throughout. But if you like look at her, the way she uses her voice, the way she uses her hands, her gestures, and her facial expressions, you will know that she played two different characters. Like um, Bong Hwan in Soyoung's body and Soyoung in Soyoung's body. Um, well, yeah, just some comments about the act- actress. But message that I'm getting from Bong Hwan, okay, not Kim So Young. Because he played a really weird role. I mean, the 
role of Bong Hwan, so the character Bong Hwan, is really weird. Like, he was a guy and then he went back to the past and he became a queen. So he was in a female's body and he fell in love with a king. But he didn't come out gay when he's back to the present, or at least we don't know anything about that. I think he's still straight or anything. Um, this is kind of weird to think about. Like, when he fell in love with Chol Jung, was it because it was So Young? Or was it because it's not really the kind of romantic love that we're thinking, but he just had some sort of affection or endearment or even admiration to what Chol Jung was doing. So it's... It's not easy to put Bong Hoon's feelings for Chol Jung. And why am I saying this? And what do I really want to say? Well, I'm just saying that we've been trained to put love in a box or to put relationships in a box that makes everything weird. Like, yeah, anyway, I just wanted to say that we're all weird one way or another. But the main thing that I'm taking from Bong Juan is that we can always try to, you know, fight together with... I mean, we fight for the side that's winning. I mean, if, if you're good at saying what's gonna win. But the character Bong Juan towards the end said that I know you're gonna lose, but I'm going to fight on your side. So I, I think we should, well, me too. I think I'm going to change in that way. Instead of just thinking of this side is going to win, so I should fight for this side or whatever, I should find something or we should find something that we love and support that. Um, what what am I thinking? Okay, I, like for example, for stocks or for investing, you know, ju- don't just invest on something because you think the stock prices are going to go up. But instead, support a company that you think is doing good. You know, something like that. Or, you know, don't just support charities because you think it's going to give you a good name. Or because that charity is very popular or something and you donating to that charity is going to you know, put your name in the spotlight as well. Don't do that, but instead, do what really matters or do what re- what you really want to support or something. Yeah, just comparing to Bong Hwan, even though he knew that Chol Jung's eventually gonna lose, he still supported him. And eventually, history changed, so he was still on the winning side. But yeah, that's not the, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about just having enough reason to support something or to push through something even though chances are very low okay and finally chol jung okay i i originally i was gonna say that my favorite character is so young but she really is my favorite character so young bong Hwan. but upon seeing all of this my favorite character now is chol jung and probably you already know why, because in my monologue, that very long monologue, 
it was very emotional for me. And actually, yeah, I forgot to say that the reason why my voice is also not in its best condition is because I practiced that monologue so many times, although it still didn't come out like very perfectly. I practiced it a lot of times, shouting and stuff. I even cried. Well, I shed, not really like cry, cry, but I shed tears while doing the monologue because it's just so emotional. And so, yeah, I think I empathized a lot with Chol Jung. Yeah, he was put in the position of a king, but then he was just being used as a puppet and he wanted to take that power for himself so that he can provide for his people to protect his people and that is what true leadership means right so yeah i I just feel like although mr queen is a comedy it's some sort of a historical comedy it's also telling us things about politics and how things should be like and if if you go back to the monologue that I just did for this episode, it's telling us what leaders are not supposed to do. The leaders of nations, of the world, or of whatever, should remember that they are leaders because they have a duty to lead and take care of their people. And that it's their duty to maintain the order for them and to actually provide for them. And they should not only think of their own future, but they should allow their people to also dream of the future, to have to have something to long for. But it's not to long for freedom or anything, but to long for a be- better future. So uh, I, I think, yeah, if if I were to say that Mr. Queen had a political message. It's that the power should go back to where it should be. And that is the people. Well, depending on the type of government that each country has. But Korea is democratic. Here in the Philippines, we're also democratic. So, yeah. And all other democratic countries, the power should go back to the people. And every single leader should remember that they are leaders not for themselves, but for the people. So, yeah, I think that's um, a message that I got from this show. And I really stand by it. And I I applaud the writers of this show for putting that, even though it's at the, like, at the end, it speaks a lot about the kind of society that we want and yeah so for you who are listening to this podcast should we do something about it like i mean we're just talking about it we're just thinking about it but yeah if if you're a voter or something know that you have the power to vote for people who will lead your country into a better you know a be- better future okay okay so I-, I feel like i don't really know what i'm talking about like i'm just blabbering things maybe because i'm tired or something 
Um, anyway, don't mind me. Okay, I think that's all that I wanted to say for this show. Maybe if I want to say more, I should just put it on, not on the show notes. Maybe I should just tweet about it, you know? Yeah, so that I'm using my Twitter for something and not just using it to tell people that I have a new episode. Anyway, if if you haven't followed me on Twitter yet, follow me at Kinka Podcast. So everything is at Kinka Podcast. Uh, okay, so there might be other things that I want to talk about, but right now I don't really have that much time and my voice is limited. So let's just leave it at that. Do I have other questions? Ah, well, there's something. There's actually a, what is this? Like, there's an epilogue for Mr. Queen. There are six episodes with ten minutes each. I haven't seen it yet. But it's like um, a different content, like a spin-off. But it's still going to be the characters from the show. I haven't seen it yet. You might want to see it, so check it out. Alright, okay, so before we end, so we're now ending because we don't have time anymore and my voice is going to be over soon as well. So, what's remaining? We have our song recommendation of the week. I think in the beginning of the year, I was already telling you a lot that I really like the song Bong Huana because it's so funny. And so, on the opposite end, I really enjoy the song Here I Am by Cho Hyona or the from the group Urban Zakapa. So here I am. It's a really beautiful song. It's a dramatic song. And I think there's like some sort of crying in the song. And I love how it's used in the show. And well, even if it was a standalone song, I'd enjoy listening to it as well. So if you're learning languages through songs, Definitely listen to this song. Here I am by Jo Hyun Ah of Urban Zakapa. Alright, and before you go, our K-drama words of wisdom of the week is... It was a line from Bong Hwan. He said, Incompetence is a sin in itself. Okay, that could mean a lot of things. I wouldn't explain, just interpret it for yourself in the way that will benefit you the most all right so thank you very much for listening to this episode and i know that my voice is not at its best right now i'll make sure not to sing karaoke next week but yeah who knows maybe i'll still enjoy singing from time to time but yeah i'll do something so that i wouldn't have to lose my voice along the way because my voice is what my voice is my treasure okay so that's it for this week if you enjoyed this episode please share it with your friends if you did not please share your what share your comments to me whatever and yeah if you still haven't subscribed to the show please don't forget to subscribe and give uh five stars on apple podcast if that's where you're listening all right okay 네, 오늘은 여기까지 하고 다음에 꼭 봐요. 안녕히 계세요. 감사합니다. 바이바이.